One after that first one, or maybe even go inside out again a bit harder, so I want to try and slide one in there. Fast. You would think he has to make him hit it on the leg side. All his fielders out there. Six to win. Four for a super over. More. Yes, g'day guys. We've had the best day on the sporting calendar today on Boxing Day in Australia with the NBA, the NFL, Boxing Day test match, NBL, and we're right in the middle of a BBL doubleheader, which is exactly why we're here. It's time to preview round four of BBL Supercoach. Big Horse, what are we covering? Mate, tonight we're rewinding back through round three to talk about the top performers. Then we're previewing the round ahead and looking at potential trades, captains, and answering all of your questions. Let's get to it. Welcome to the Ultimate Super Coach and Fantasy Sports Show. You are now listening to the Insight Fantasy Sports Podcast. Yes, welcome back to the Insight BBL Show. I'm your host, Nathan Brain, and, and of course, the big horse is with me, my co-host, Mickey Dell. Mate. We're here to talk round four, BBL Supercoach. How's the round looking so far? How are you going? Uh, yeah, not too bad, mate. Um, I haven't really watched that much cricket last couple of days, just given that shift work and it's my turn for the night shift swing. So getting up and seeing a variety of scores and what's happened. But I'll tell you what, there's a pretty interesting game going on at the moment, isn't it? Sixers have compiled a, a fairly decent score after being in trouble early. Yeah, it could actually be a pretty close game. Uh, I think we'll we'll probably talk about that a little bit more later on when we rewind to the previous round. But um, yeah, there, there's plenty of cricket to be played, especially tonight. Where you know, the unfortunately we we can't exactly hop on after the round is done, just given that the really short turnaround between rounds. So we're doing our best to hop on now and uh, and have a chat about what we know from here and what we think will happen from next week and what trades and what moves you guys should be making, what captaincies in round four, and that's why exactly why we're here. But Mick. Can we talk a little bit about the Shane Warne tribute for the MCG Boxing Day test? For anybody who watched it today, man, like, fuck, it was so good to watch. Did you get a chance? Uh, I've only heard little bits and pieces from your good self and seen some uh, highlights that have popped up on Facebook. So it'll be something that I'll watch tonight. But by all accounts, it, it was special. Yeah, it was cool. I mean, look, for, for a budding, growing up leg spinner that idolized Shane Warne and everything he did, throughout his career it was awesome to watch like it was one of those goosebumps moments where you get to kind of relive all of the best 50 wickets that he took i think that at a 50 to 1 countdown of the best 50 wickets shane warne ever took and michael vaughan mark war ian smith all sat there and just commentated and talked through it and uh you got to feel for hansi cronier he, he i reckon he was in there about six times uh your alex stewart i think got done by shane warne 14 times which was his biggest scalp ever uh, and then you've got guys like Daryl Cullen and who I think didn't pick a, a flipper that Warney bowled in his whole career. <laughs> so no. uh, yeah, it was awesome. It was good. It was good to watch. And and it's kind of surreal that we don't have him here with us today. Like you just think Shane Warne, yeah. greatest that's ever done it, and you know he's not around anymore. So it's uh, it's a shame. But you know, um, God rest his soul. Guys, a legend. Yeah, that yeah, that's right. And they unveiled the the statue outside of the. Uh, the MCG today. No doubt NJ Brain will be out the front there one day. But just for today, it's Shane Warne's day and the the foundation that they've set up, the kids especially, they've done a ripping job of that. 
yeah, very good as well in terms of what they've been able to create in terms of just getting your heart tested as well. So, you know, you can go to shanewarnlegacy.com.au and I think that's mm-hmm. a really worthwhile cause, you know, especially with the way Shane went, um, you know, to go and just get yourself tested. And they put up 350 free sites to go and get your health, uh, go and get your heart test done. So definitely worthwhile and a really good cause. So full credit to For all sure. of those guys. Now, um, you know, we've got the, the emotional part out of the, out of the way. Um, guys, make sure to subscribe if you haven't yet. We would really appreciate that. Hit like on the content if you really like it. And obviously, if you're listening to us on audio, whether that's Spotify, it could be Apple, it could be Google Podcasts, it could be iHeartRadio. So I think that's the first time I've ever mentioned them in this pod. Shout out to them. Um, you, can, you can hit follow and you can leave us a review and we would really appreciate that as well. And if you haven't jumped in the unlimited group, it's free to do so. And the code is 482267. 482267 is the code. You can throw that in the unlimited group. Uh, there's no limit to how many people jump in that one. And you can win some prizes as well. We will announce the squeeze of the week very soon on the highest scorer from round two as well. So we're, we're looking That's forward fun. to that. And also the Supercoach ring goes out to the winner of this group as well. And you can still get in here. We will close this off next round. So at the end of round five, you cannot enter this group anymore. So please get in very quickly. We want to try and hit 600. Uh, so jump in that group very quick. Uh, otherwise, you will not go in the chance to, to win any of those prizes, unfortunately. So jump in now. And of course, jump in the fucking Discord, guys. The Discord yeah. is popping right now, Mick. It's absolutely there's, going there, off. There's heaps going on, isn't there? Like, man tries to sleep and I just get a notification every fucking 10 <laughs> seconds. I love it. Um, and I think the missus loves it too because I'm talking less and less sport with her. <laughs> and more and more with blokes, you know, that, that love their sport and, and get what we're talking about. So if you're like me and you've got a missus or kids at home that are sick of you talking sport and you want to talk to like-minded people, jump in our Discord. It's ripping quality. Yeah, absolutely. Full credit to our partners as well. I think they deserve a big shout out because, uh, yeah, we're, they're probably sick of us talking sport and uh, the Discord does that for us. So good on them. Yeah. And uh, just before we continue on, Bruno. Yeah. Go for it. We have we have gone over six hundred in our unlimited group. Six hundred and six. We're at Flying. the moment. Probably one of the more popular super coach leagues in Australia. So if you want to be part of that, you know, winning free shit, if you get top score, it's a bit of bragging points, isn't it? Or bragging rights Huge. that if you're getting top score in such a big league, then that's something to hang your hat on. Yeah, a hundred percent. Uh, I think at the end of the day, you know, the, the more people we have in the discord and the more people that have a say in what's happening, the more people in the unlimited league, you know, we, we want to give away some shit. So make the standard squeeze pay up, make them, uh, and we love our sponsors, make them pay up, make them give you some stuff. And of course, obviously, you know, make us give you some stuff at the end of the day, we've got a super coach ring up for grabs. So go and grab that. Mm-hmm. Hopefully the winner actually goes out to take out that, uh, that 25 K as well from super coach. So that would be Absolutely. awesome. Uh, mate, let's talk about the squeeze of the week. Now, mm. the squeeze of the week, obviously, first of all, is sponsored by the Standard Squeeze. You can use the insight of the code Insight15. Standardsqueeze.com is their website. You can get 15% off any of the order that you want, anything on the website. And uh, the Standard Squeeze have happily donated a combo pack to the winner or the highest score in the league every single week. And if you've ever worried about smashing a bottle of spirits, uh, especially a glass bottle. No one wants to take glass bottles anywhere these days and they've got food no. grade quality plastic bottles. They can measure out a perfect pour every single time. I've, I've got mine right here. Uh, mm-hmm. You can see here it, it will pour out this perfect squeeze if I took my lid off. Can't be do- I can't actually do it right now with the wrong hand. Uh, but you can basically pour it and it'll 
There you go. It'll squeeze the perfect pore right into the top of the chamber there. So Every if time. you're driving at night and you know you need to get home to the missus, you need to get home to the family, you know how much you've drank. It's not free pour central. You're not playing guessing games as to how much you've drank, which is very important. You know, we want them to drink responsibly and, of course, conveniently, and these do that. So standardsqueeze.com, Insight15 is the code. Uh, go and use that. Get 15% off all your stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, round two, the winner of round two was Oscar. He, now, his, <laughs> his name is Coach of Sandpaper User. So I don't, I don't know whether he's not a fan of Cam Bancroft or Steve Smith or David Warner. Or we may have to look into to see how he's going about getting the winning team and whether we <laughs> need to put some stuff in place. But congratulations to Oscar. If you're listening, Oscar, hit us up on our socials, mate. You have a combo pack valued at approximately $100 coming your way. And 14.26 with his score, up to mm. sixth overall in BBL Supercoach out of 50,000 teams, which is huge. So good on you, Oscar. Congratulations. And send us an email at uh, – you can send us an email at contact – at insightfantasysports.com.au and we'll sort that out for you, mate. So flick us an email. We'll, we'll look after you. Now, we actually also have 11 in the top 100 right now. Mm-hmm. So 11 of our unlimited group are in the top 100. Let's let's see if one of these guys can take it out. Oscar is in the front. He's the front runner at the moment. So let's let's hope that can happen. How are you going sure. this week, mate? What, where are you at at the moment? Uh, not too bad. So I had a Christmas dinner on the 24th. With uh, sorry, the 23rd with some family. And um, I'd VC looped Maxi and he shit the bed. But uh, in my state that I was in with the family, I forgot to change my uh, C loop off Matt Short and onto Will Sutherland. And at the moment, I know Sutherland hasn't played yet, but it might be a mini master stroke given that Sutherland did fuck all in his first game. And we've seen the way Perth annihilated Hobart in their only game in Perth a couple of days ago. So... If that's the case, it may work out pretty well. So VC firmly on Maxi at the moment, but I guess my pick of the week, uh, and you're the same, we both bought in Bo Webster. And, mm-hmm. you know, we'll, we'll get into some stats later, but Jeezy was incredible up in Aubrey, wasn't he? Oh, he was so good. And I think a lot of people didn't know that he was going to bowl as much as he did, and, and us included. I'm not going to go and say that I knew that he was going to bowl as much as he did. I didn't think he was going to get four overs. So it, and, and it just shows, I guess, mm-hmm. that the... I wouldn't say luck, but maybe the – I know, it is luck. The, the luck is. in this game, the luck in BBL Supercoach, you know, sometimes things just go your way and, and it perfectly went our way for 29% of Supercoaches that bought Bo Webster in this year or this week in, in the top 5% of teams. Uh, well done to those guys. Uh, you know, Maxi's on 60 at the moment as a VC, so yes. you're looking at 120 as a captain, right? Or sorry, no, you're looking at 30 right now as a, as a captain, so 60 as a – as a double right now. Um, yep, so no, as, a, as a cumulative, no. I'm just looking at the updated app. He's on 120, yes. Perfect. So anybody who captained or left the VC on Maxwell would be pretty happy right now as yep. opposed to everybody else. Uh, Will Sutherland currently on 13, uh, double as 26, which I know he was a popular captain. So we'll talk about him very soon, mate. But let's, let's rewind to the previous week of round three. Of course, before we rewind and we talk about round three, make sure to drop your comments or your questions in the comments section. So if you have any questions, we will answer them at the end of the show. So hold tight for us. We will do our best to get to all of them so that we make sure that you guys are informed and ready to go for round four. Now, the Stars 10 for 120 or 172. They got bowled out for 172 at the back end of the innings. They lost to the Thunder 5 for 176. Daniel Sams had a pretty good one, but Bo Webster was obviously the talking point in this one. Mick, what did you take from this one? Oh, he's just phenomenal, wasn't he? Four for 29 and 
uh, 59 or 44 balls. What more can you say? And we'll get into the, the stats and how rare that is later in, in Big Horse's deep dive. But Daniel Sams, a few people were riding him off pretty early, the change of action, yada, yada, yada. But we've both discussed in the past, this is the value of having someone that bowls at the death. So what were his figures? Like four for... Four, four for 33. Like, oh, yep, but four of those wickets came off the final four balls. Is that right? Uh, he had a run out in the final four balls. I think he got his yeah. first wicket in the third over and then got three himself and then also a run out in the final four balls. Yeah. It's, it's phenomenal, isn't it? So when you're looking at that just from a pure last over, changing of the pace, the the ability or non-ability of tail end batsmen or batsmen who are just looking to get quick runs, there's, also, there's always chances for wickets. So uh, Zaman Khan, unfortunately, leaving... Uh, is it halfway through next round or at the end of next round? 93, he scored. Jeez, it'd be nice to keep around. A bit of less with Malinga about him. I really like the way he goes about it. Cam Bancroft, 85, and Alex Hale, 60, all looked great well ahead of their double game weeks, didn't they? Yeah, they were awesome. Zaman Khan is one of the ones that I really want in my team. It's just, unfortunately, the Pakistani cricket board are not allowing any of the Pakistani players to play more than five, four, sorry, yeah. four games. In, yep. in the big bash, um, which is which is unfortunate, you know. Unfortunately, Zaman Khan's been awesome. He's actually been really good, and he's a guy that I would absolutely be targeting next week. But unfortunately, he will only be playing one of their two games next round. Yeah, so he, he's yeah. definitely not. And unless you love him as a single game player, which hey, don't let me talk you out of it. He's been good. Um, you, you probably want to target more of those guys that are going to play both of those games. Unfortunately, uh, and just as we are talking, apparently Mon. Moises Enriquez has taken one of the better catches you'll ever see. So for those of you that are watching us alongside the footage, um, drop it in the comments. Let us know how good that is. Yeah, big Moe. Moses mm. has always been a good fielder, so I'm not yeah. surprised in the slightest there. Jackson Bird gets that wicket. Tom Rogers out, 20 off 19 balls. So the good thing <laughs> the good thing is that Sam Harper is still in there somehow. Yeah. He's on seven yes, off seven. So let's, wow. let's just hold on for dear life, boys. Jesus. We're there. Um, uh, you know, the, I guess we'll call the flops maybe ne- this week. Harper, did, he absolutely killed us with another five. So mm-hmm. that that little kind of scoop that that he played that he got stumped on was just disgraceful. Uh, so mm-hmm. he finished with five. Maxi didn't get a bowl either, which so it looks like that's going to be a theme moving forward. Is it that that forearm injury for Maxi uh, is mm-hmm. limiting his ability to bowl? Long term, so unfortunately, I think we probably need to treat Maxwell as a batsman only, which I'm more than happy to do. Yeah. I, I this guy's Glenn. Ma- is, we're talking about Glenn Maxwell here. I, the guy needs to be in your team. That I don't have any other thing mm-hmm. to say about that. Uh, Stoin has got another twelve. Now he got a wicket in his first over, but I think he got carded at the back end of this game, didn't he? The one that's live at the moment. So yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't think much happened here. If we look back to the innings that's live at the moment, Stoinis bowled two overs, one for 13. So, I mean, he doesn't get the uh, economy rate bonus, unfortunately. He'll just get a couple of dot balls and a 20 for his wicket. But again, mm-hmm. if he goes off with the bat, you can't complain, can you? So the only no, issue is fine. that he's batting five. So, yep. um, And uh, Tanvir Sanger only got 13 in this one when we look back at this one. Uh, he didn't get a wicket. Bowled a few dot balls. He was decent, and don't get me wrong, he bowled pretty well, but I think in the circumstances, uh, they, they took advantage of him a little bit there. The stars when Bo Webster was going, didn't they? Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, with, Sanger, with Sanger, though, there's a few people that are jumping up and down about why did we bring him in, yada, yada, yada. The last two games, they've bowled on absolute roads. 
So yep. next week they've got the double game week. I think you'll see a more improved Sanger when we're talking about uh, economy rate and when we're talking about wickets wise and just quality of bowling. Yep. No, I completely agree. Global asked, didn't Maxi bowl today? He did not, unfortunately. No. Um, so you could basically treat him as a bat only, unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> and, and James Steele has said, great catch, but three out of 10 for the dismount. May have done a shoulder by the look of it. Uh, so let's hope that's yeah. not the case. Let's hope he's he's fit and healthy. But uh, yeah, Moses, not not good in the, uh, uh, well, what would we call that kind of sport? We call it gymnastics, I guess. Definitely yeah. a three out of 10 for the dismount. What's happening in the Hurricanes and the Renegades, mate? Your Renegades didn't really come up to task in this one. The Hurricanes put four for 187 on the board and, and the Renegades couldn't keep up. No, no. Matty Wade and Mac Wright both score 100. Um, and when we're talking 100, 100 supercoach points, Renegades really disappointing in this one. Uh, Dooley with 63, Ellis with 52 for the Hurricanes. Wells, Quinton de Kock, Rogers and Clark, the top performers with all scores between 50 and 65. So if you brought uh, de Kock in this week, good work. And you held Joe Clark, I believe. Is that right? Uh, reluctantly, yeah. I have, I have him yeah. in my team, yeah. Yeah. Um, it was unconvincing, but still he, he scored his points, so that's good. Uh, Sutherland, the, the popular captain choice with just a 13. Uh, Fraser McGurk with zero, Zampa with six, and Chaldry with 10. Not really much in the way of super coach relevancy out of this game, was there? No, there wasn't. I think the disappointing part of this was that Sutherland with 13 just didn't get the opportunity or not. I shouldn't say didn't get the opportunity. He batted at seven for some fucking weird reason. Uh, so my concern was that I thought he was going to come in at six. And I, I mean, that they just fell short i think sutherland is the guy that can come in and score quick runs so what i didn't understand from this move was that he came in after who was it that batted six um i'm going to try and find out very quickly when i run are you talking this. about the renegades yeah was it finch or wells no wells john o wells so he came in after john o wells and i mean don't get me wrong john o wells did well he did wells and uh but unfortunately <laughs> Uh, Sutherland coming in at seven doesn't make sense to me. He needs to come in at six in that scenario. I think there were six overs to go when he uh, when Wells came in. So mm -hmm. Sutherland could have easily been that guy that came in and, and got, you know, 60 or 40 balls. But uh, Wells chewed up a bit of strike there and, and uh, Sutherland came in and got seven off about three. So yep. a little bit disappointing. Yeah. Unfortunately for you as well, mate, uh, Harper gone for 17. Um, it. No, he was he was looking good. Four four the, started to look like he was getting some out of the uh, out of the middle, but edge to Philippi off Edwards. Uh, no, the the good thing is edge to Philippi. That's exactly what I'm here for. You know, if if one of my players gets out and the other one catches it, it's okay. We're good. Um, so I can take that. I can cop that on the chin. But yeah, Sam Harper has been very disappointing, and I think a lot of us went with Sam Harper because he's got three doubles in the first five rounds, and he has been putrid. So it, it, it's disappointing, but you can't really trade him now. I think his value has diminished so much yeah. that because he's got a single into another double, you just have to hold him and you just have to hope for the best. So he might be the perfect bench wicketkeeper loop next week if you're okay. planning on getting in Sam Whiteman. That, mm -hmm. And we'll talk about him very soon as well. Sure. Um, what's happening in this game at the moment, mate? We'll give everybody a quick update. I'm sure everybody that's watching is maybe on top of it already, but uh, what are the standouts for you in the Sixers versus Stars at the moment? Uh, pretty pretty easy to pick out a couple of 
of batsmen for the Sixers. James Vince with 83 off 55. We'll give you reasons why not to get too excited by that. Uh, Jack Edwards, for those of you that held on to him, 30 off 23. Gets his strike rate bonus and he's just taken a wicket. So it looks like he's going to score fairly well in this game. Philippi, again, very disappointing. What I mean by that is it looks like he, he's batting well and sees him well and he, he gets, you know, off the back foot. He's really good. And then he just gets out. It's just, it's fucking stupid. And from my point of view, it's good because I ended up fading him and not bringing him in. But he, he could be potentially one of the best bats in the competition if he just keeps his head about him. Yeah, and look, it's hard to do that, isn't it? Like, uh, I think we've all been there when you play a rash shot or you you, you yeah. just do something you know you shouldn't do. You're walking off the field and you go, fuck, what do I do that for? And as a, as a cricketer, you just know that that stuff's going to happen. It's going to creep into your game. But yeah, at the top level, we'd like to hope we see less of that. So um, yeah, no, I completely agree with you. Um, mate, anything else to touch on? We can probably move in. Actually, what we'll do, we can move into the deep dive with the big horse because I'm, I'm, this is my favorite segment. I say it every week. Because I love your stats. You are a stat man. You're a man of the numbers. Yeah. So let's dive into that, hey? Let's do it. Let's, let's dig in. But before we do, a little shout out to our good friend of the show, James Mancuso, who uh, of course is my dad. So to you, my brother, you're only human. So let's start with Bo Webster, mate. The other night, Norbury took four for 29 and made a nice 50-odd. The last person to do that in the 13 seasons of BBL is no one. He's the first person to ever do it. So okay. for me, this is prominent moving forward. An all-rounder who can take wickets, can make runs. We see tonight he's batting at three again. Uh, he's, he's a must-get in my side now. Oh, well, I've got him. You've got him. He's a must-hold. Yeah. And for those of you that don't have him, he's a must-get. Yeah, okay. I don't mind that. Uh, I think... I mean, look, when we look at Bo Webster, like we just see what he's done this week and you see how destructive he can be with the bat. And everybody was kind of relying on him bowling. I don't, I realistically don't think we even needed him to. I think the bowling was a benefit. I think with what he did with the bat, was it 50 or 40 or whatever he got? Like you're probably going to get like, what, 80 or 90 super coach points just in the bat alone. And then he mm -hmm. went and got four far. No one expected him to get four far. So that's a really nice 90, 100 points on, on top of his batting. But he, with, with the stars having the double in round five, no, six, five, with round five, five. coming up five. and Bo Webster and the stars having a double, I think he is a must get now. Otherwise, mm -hmm. he's going to gain so much cash next week that you're probably going to, gonna, he's going to be without reach. Yeah. He's, go, he's going to be on. Aaron Hardy type level. Yep. Yep. Agreed. Um, so James Vince today scored a nice, what, 80 odd. But don't get sucked in, ladies and gentlemen, because only three times in his past 15 games has he scored over 50 super coach points. So while it looked pretty nice on the eye today, you've got to remember that he was, what was he, 19 off 24 balls at one stage before he, uh, he teed off and got a few out of the middle, but looked scratchy early on and yeah, given that he only scored over 53 times last year, and this is the first time this year, and even the back end of the BBL 11 season he struggled, is not someone I'm looking to bring in. Nah, not a chance. I'm not Especially with the draw, yeah. Um, yep. And just to just to finish off, the, the news out of the Afghan, Afghanistani camp with Majib, he's been sanctioned by the Afghani board for putting his personal interests ahead of playing for his country. So he's pulled out of that uh, tournament 
or international series that's coming up for Afghanistan. It appears as though that Afghanistan or the Afghanistan Cricket Board are revoking all no objection certificates and the bans could be in place for as long as two years. So when this does kick in, it's a huge loss, not just for the renegades, but for the Australian cricketing community and the broader community. Have you got much more on this one? Nah, I don't. Uh, look, to be fair to everybody, you know, we're getting this news secondhand. We always do. Like a, a shout out to Honeyball. Uh, ben Summerford from Honeyball does a cracking job staying on top of the news there. So yes. most of the time we stay on top of it with him. Uh, so make sure to follow Honeyball BBL on Twitter. Uh, and, and if you want to subscribe to their stuff, they do a really good job. Um, but yeah, at this stage, all we know is that Majib could potentially not be playing this week. Now we don't know that for sure. And it's unfortunate because there's not really much we can do about it at this stage in the round, right? We don't know tonight whether he's going to be named or not. If he isn't named in the team tonight, we can naturally assume that Pakistan have basically said, no, screw you guys in South Park terms and uh, basically revoke him and, and pull him out of the BBL. Now, the, the risk is that he does that does happen. Now, the, the best case scenario could potentially be this doesn't come into play until 2024, which means he could get another couple of games as a renegade before he moves on. So let's just hope that's the case. And 2024 is the date when uh, Majib is gone. But uh, unfortunately, it looks pretty bad. So there is every chance that he does not play mm-hmm. at the rest of this, the rest of the tournament. Yeah, right. And we just got Corey Blackledge in the chat saying Maxwell's just got out for 12 from Jackson Bird as well. Who, Don't get me wrong. Jackson Bird has been fucking awesome. He's been fantastic, this BBL so far. And he has just picked up his second wicket. He got Tom Rogers to start the innings. And now he's obviously got Maxwell out as well. So, Court Philippi. Yeah, fuck off. <laughs> Beauty. Uh, now, um, what we should probably do is start previewing these games, eh? We should yeah, we should talk cool. about and instead of talking about how good Philippi is, we should talk about the uh, the next few games and, and preview the round ahead. Now, of course, the game preview is brought to you by Bonus Bank, and it, obviously our sponsor, Bonus Bank, is Australia's number one match betting site, and match betting is Australia's most profitable side hustle. So you can make a risk-free and tax-free income every single week with the help of Bonus Bank's tutorials and tools. And you can find edges like enhanced odds, sign-up bonuses, money-back guarantees. You can do that all today. All you need to do is make a free account, and you can make your first 75 bucks on Bonus Bank. Thanks to them. And for less than $2 a day, you can upgrade to a premium account, and you can unlock 12 courses that cover all aspects of match betting and advanced promo strategies. So... Go and use the code INSIGHT and you'll get 25% off your first month with bonusbank.com.au with their premium subscription. Make yourself two and a half grand. And on average, Bonus Bank members make two and a half grand in their first two months. How good is that, Mick? That's great coin, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, serious money. So go and check them out. Give them a crack and uh, you know, start making some tax-free money today. Now, let's talk about the week ahead, mate. Now, I guess the two things we need to be aware of in the... Uh, in round four. Thunder are the only team on the double game round. Yep. So they're the big targets, I guess, this this coming round. So we'll talk a lot about our focuses and our thoughts on which Thunder players are going to be the priorities in the coming week. We'll also mm-hmm. talk about the buys for Perth the next two rounds because that's very relevant, isn't it? You've got Jai Richardson. We've got Aaron Hardy. We've got Berendorf, who's been fantastic. Um, we've got a lot of Perth assets at the moment that are sitting in our teams that we're probably going to need to move on over the next two weeks. Is that right? 
or users loops, which we'll get into shortly. Love it. Mm. Let's talk Heat and Thunder first, mate. They're at the Gabba. So Heat are at home again. Now, the Thunder obviously haven't traveled well <laughs> this season, no. if they've ever traveled well. Um, no. What are your thoughts here? Do you, reckon the, uh, do you reckon the Heat win this one at the Gabba, or do you reckon the Thunder knock them off? No, I think I think the Heat, they're in good form. The Gabba is always favored pace bowlers. You know, Heat on fire without a loss. Yep, I think they hold on to this one. Uh, are you looking at bringing in back in any Heat players? Or uh, can I can I pause on that and I'll answer that a little bit later? Because okay. I, I think there's one player that we need to probably talk about that has a very 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 negative BE that um, that we need to talk about. So let, maybe let's hold that for trade talk. But uh, yeah, there is one. There's one. Uh, there's one guy I'm looking at that I unfortunately fucking traded out and I hate myself for it. Oh, um, Thursday, Thursday, 7.15 p.m., we've got the Hurricanes and the Stars at Bloodstone. Now, we, mm-hmm. we looked at the game from Bloodstone last round. I was going to say week. Last round. Now, Bloodstone wasn't exa- – I mean, it was it was relatively bat-friendly the other night. There was 370 mm-hmm. runs scored in this game. So, like, we're, we're looking at batsmen in this game. So, are there any Hurricanes or Stars potentially, both on a single, that you would look at? that you would want to get for this single game? Not really, no. No. You're bringing in, for me, you're bringing in Thunder players given that they're on the double. Uh, Stars players, if you don't have Bo Webster yet, I think he's the play. Uh, but from a Hobart point of view, their draw is just shit ass, isn't it? Just singles right through to, I think, round seven. So yep. very hard to bring in a Hobart player. Yeah. I unfortunately agree. Uh, imagine... Uh, imagine how good it would be to get. Uh, oh, someone's calling me a messenger. Sorry, my bad. No, no, I'm, I'm laughing at uh, our AFL for or AF flying toilet. He's um, <laughs> he's back in the chat. What a legend of a man that bloke is. Yeah, yeah, he loves the NBL. So he a does. flying toilet. He's very prominent in the NBL, and and thanks for jumping on, mate. And he saw me on the thumbnail. Uh, it wasn't me on the thumbnail, by the way. But I'm, I appreciate the fact that you think that I'm that good looking. Um, but, uh, no, I appreciate you jumping in, man. Um, now how many stars are we going to hold for this double in round five? Cause the, the Melbourne stars are still a relevant team, right? We've still got Harper. Mm-hmm. We've got Maxwell. We've got Stoinis. We've got Bo Webster. Like these four are probably the most four important guys. You've got the yep. two Pakistani guys and Osama Mir and Harris Ralph. They're both leaving the competition after this round. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, sorry. Am I right? Halfway through this round. Um, that's right. Yes. So what are we looking at? Are, are there any stars coming up into round five that we need to probably preemptively get in this, get in our team? I don't know. Like when, when you're talking about stars players, I've got Webster and I've got Maxwell. So they're, they're the prominent ones for me, but there's just too much of the unknown, I guess, with Osama Mir and Harris Rolf not being available. Who's going to fill that role? Like are they going to bring in one quick and then – perhaps bowl Stoinis more. If that's the case, then Stoinis may come into my side. What about Steckity? Because Steckity unfortunately missed this week or this game, sorry. He missed this he game. He burnt Stoinis, doesn't he? Yeah. Oh, big yes. time. A lot of people one got of him our, in for the double. And yeah, the, one, the, of our, one of our big fans, Nate, Nathan Scoble, who I think five times in a row sco- uh, finished in the top 750 in Supercoach. And he's sitting there with big fat duck eggs from Steckity this round, which really does hurt. 
Yeah, that does hurt, doesn't it? You, you're getting a guy in to play the double, and unfortunately he didn't play the double, did he? He got zero. Actually, may as well have not have played. I, I would have preferred a guy to come in and just get one off the fucking inside edge and then see you later than, yeah. than Steckity, unfortunately. And, hey, I'm going to talk us up for a bit because we said don't get him. Yeah. Yep. Someone bring up a pump to pump up these tyres. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Phil brings up a good point down below in our uh, comments, mate. Stars being a pretty bad team certainly doesn't help. You're right. Bad teams, they they don't appeal to um, to someone or to me anyway when they're as bad as what they are. They're not going to score well anyway. So when you've got people as relevant as Webster, as relevant as Maxwell, they're the clear standouts. They're the only two I rolled with with this double game week for the Stars because you just you can't trust anyone else. Yeah. I, I went with three stars at the end of the day. I think I went Harper, Maxwell, and Webster. Those are the three because mm-hmm. they've got prominent roles. We know that Harper is going to keep. We know Maxwell is going to be Glenn Maxwell. And we know Bo Webster's just going to do what Bo Webster does. So f- for us, I think they were the three options. Uh, Harris Ralph, don't get me wrong, I was very tempted by, but just the fact that he's not going to be playing the second double game week in round five just kind of deterred me from him a little bit. But he was good to finish the innings in this late, this latest game. So uh, you can't argue if you got Harris Ralph in. Um, no, scored 79 this game, Osama Mir 99, and your boy Sammy Harper 52. Toot toot. Um, yeah. And it's the worst toot toot of all time because 59 is nothing to celebrate about. But you know what? That is 10 times what he averages this year. So yeah. I'll take it. No complaints from me. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk Friday, 7.15. They've got the Renegades and the Strikers at Marvel, mate. Did you hold Matt short? That's my question. Yes, I did. I think anybody without a brain wouldn't have. Um, I think Matt Short needs to be held for the season, regardless of whether he's on a single, a double, or a buy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy is so fucking good. He just he opens the batting, and sometimes he opens the bowling. And you just need to fucking ride that. You need to enjoy it. And if he doesn't open the bowling, he'll bowl one or two later in the innings. He'll snag a couple of wickets, real cheap ones. Just get the guy in your team. And he is now $280,000, so he's going to be mm-hmm. very hard to reach for the second striker's double. And that's one yeah. thing to think about. 100%. Yeah, one one of, if not the best player in Supercoach and has been for the last couple of years. So you've, just, you've got to hold him regardless of whether he's on the double or the single. For sure. Now, Renegades, are they a trade now? Do you move on from the Renegades? Like, is it is it time to just move on? They've had their two doubles in their first three rounds. Not ideal now, is it, from a schedule point of view? It's not, no. no. So, again, we're, we're all about scheduling and, and preparing your team to score well into the future, not just for the now. So, for me, Renegades players are on the way out. Yeah, so Renegades players into probably big, tall Paul, I reckon, mm-hmm. might be coming back into my side. And, yeah, that may be a play for me. Tall Paul sounds like strong John. If you've got long, young kids uh, from the Wiggles, yeah, you know, John the Purple Wiggle and the, there's yeah. a song called Strong John. Yeah, that, that it sounds like Tall Paul all over again. So uh, uh, the, in terms of Renegade schedule, they've got double, single, double, which is where we're at right now. That round four, they've got single, 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 buy, single, single. So I think the time is over. Unless you've got – unless Jake Fraser McGurk comes out and goes ballistic – McGurk goes berserk. We can probably use that as a hashtag maybe tonight if he goes all right. Um, You know, there's every chance that if he doesn't go well, it might be time to move him on. But if there's some cash to be made out of him, maybe he's the only hold. But I'd probably be starting to look at getting off these Renegades guys as there's not really an advantageous schedule coming up. 
Um, now, let me ask you this. Uh, we'll talk about this in trade talk a little bit, but give me a little bit of insight into how you're feeling about the shorts in Matt Short and Darcy Short and also Jamie Overton. Because these three guys still become relevant, right? Are you going to try and get Matt Short in if you're not an owner? Are you going to hold Darcy Short if you did this week? And also, is Jamie Overton with a negative million BE? Is he a guy to look at next week too? Yes, yes, and yes. Matt Short, bring him in if you don't have him. Darcy Short, he's going to make you coin. So at the very least, if you bring him in, he's he's opening the batting. Uh, not overly great in the field, but it doesn't take him long to get going. And then... Who was the last one? Tall, uh, Jamie Overton, sorry. Absolutely, mm-hmm. he's coming in. His, his break even's like minus 70, is it? I'll have to check that. But minus 58, make, I think, from memory. He's, he's going to make some bulk coin. A big coin. But yeah. not, even, not even just that, though. Like He's probably been their best bowler. He has. I mean, we've only seen one game. Mm. So we can't exactly go and say, yeah, this guy's the GOAT, because we've seen one game. But in saying that, what we've seen from him in terms of a role is fucking awesome. Like it's, it's super coach porn. So uh, I guess, you know, if you look at it that, that way and you're going off one game and you trust that the fact that they're going to do the same thing, Jason Gillespie is going to lean into the same strategy, then absolutely yep. he is a must buy next week. A hundred percent. And Marcus Stoinis for anybody who owns him just got six runs off six balls and got LBW to Stephen O'Keefe. So uh, I hate to say, I told you so, but I told you so. I told now, you so. Actually, we've got a, um, Bit of a, a uh, soundbite for... Um, sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. Now, that's not quite true. It's mostly maybe shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But anyway, hey, we, we're giving props to Marcus Stoinis a little bit there. Now, let's quickly mm-hmm. touch on Thunder and Sixes. Now, this game, there's a little bit of weather around. Uh, 60% chance of some rain on uh, on uh, Saturday evening. So be very, very careful on loading up on too many Thunder players and... Uh, keep an eye out on Twitter. Uh, there's some great people that update you on there. So uh, go and follow the right people. I'll follow or I'll share. And so will Mick uh, any mm-hmm. relevant information on X. So For hop sure. on there, follow us, and we'll keep you up to date. Now, mm-hmm. Hayden Kerr is a chance to return, isn't he? Um, he is. I mean, we talked yeah. about Jack Edwards a little bit through the week as a really good option, mm-hmm. but Hayden Kerr could easily come into this side now, uh, yeah. considering he hasn't been fit till now. Yeah. Yeah, I probably went a little bit early on trading Jack Edwards out, just given that. The news around Sean Abbott, um, around Hayden Kerr, these sorts of players, there'd just be a bit of uncertainty around Jack Jack Edwards's role. But after seeing the way that he batted tonight and was able to keep his head and make a solid 30-odd, he can go big if required. He can hold his head and and make the runs without, you know, going too stupid as well. Uh, I'm yep. kicking myself for trading him out. But, again, he, he could be a good shout. Uh, our community team actually brought Jack, Jack Edwards in when we found out that Tom Curran was going to be out. So that was a really good move from the community. So well done to the Insight well community. And if you haven't jumped in the Discord yet, do that. Uh, mm-hmm. The link is in the description below, as are all of the other sponsor links and all of the other links that you need. So you can jump in there. Now, uh, what sixes do you have right now? And which ones are you tempted to move on from? Because... The Sixers yep. have no more double game weeks. They had their only double game week in round one. Mm-hmm. Now, are there any that you're holding or do the rest go? So for those of you that can see the horses for courses, which is my super coach side, you'll see that I have a grand total of zero Sixers players in my side. Pew, pew. Hmm. Very, uh, very good. Yeah. I, so, yeah. Chat. I have. Yeah, well, that's a fucking terrible question to ask you, wasn't it? 
yeah. I have. Uh, I have Philippi. And yep. is that it? That's it. I have Philippi. That's it. Okay, so I feel better about myself now. I came into this this question thinking, fuck, I'm in a bit of trouble here, but maybe I'm not in as much trouble as I thought. Now, no. uh, what we'll do very, very quickly for anybody watching live, there's a few watching live, we'll, we'll announce the, uh, the best 11 or the 11s that have been announced for Perth and the Renegades. Mm-hmm. Now, the Perth Scorchers have Crawley and Connolly. So Cooper Connolly is at the top of the order. So if you are a Cooper Connolly owner, which most of us would be, I would actually back him in ahead of Jake Fraser McGurk if you have him as an available loop. So I'd probably play Connolly over McGurk just for this sake. Now we've got Aaron Hardy, captain at three, Inglis, vice captain, a wicket keeper at four, Laurie Evans, five, Nick Hobson, six, Ashton Agar, seven, and then we've got the four quicks Richardson, Ty, Berendorf, and Morris from eight to 11. So the scorches don't necessarily change. The that's only thing that's changed here necessarily has been that Hobson has come into six and obviously Ashton Turner has come out of this side. Now, the Renegades, we've got Quinton DeCock, Joe Clark, Jake Fraser McGurk stays at three, Maddinson at four, Sean Marsh at five, John O'Wells at six, Sutherland seven as vice captain. We've got Nick Maddinson captain. And then we've got Rogers, Richardson, Zampa, and Uraman Majeeb. Okay. That are eight to eleven. So, what we kind of expected. Now, the the one thing I didn't expect is for Fraser McGurk to stay at three, which is fantastic for owners, uh, because Sean Marsh coming in at five means that Fraser McGurk gets a lot of time at the crease, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think you can change something that's not broken. If you look at the way the Renegades batsmen have been playing this year, yes, he made a golden duck last game, but he's been probably the informed batter of their side. Like he looks electric when he gets going. He's making runs. He's making runs quickly. You don't change something that's not broken. So I, I agree, wholeheartedly agree with the Sean Marsh to five over moving an up-and-coming talent like um, Fraser McGurk. And let me tell you what everyone would froth about at the moment. Majib has been named. So that mm. is very positive for Majib owners. It looks like that uh, PCB sanction won't kick in until potentially 2024, which is fantastic because there's every chance he was moving on from 2024 anyway. So we probably shouldn't expect any less games than what we expected from him to start the season. Can you go through Perth's bowling lineup there, mate? Did you? I can. Uh, So we've got the four quicks. We've got Morris, Berendorf, Ty Richardson, and then we've got Agar. Uh, So there's your 20 overs, essentially. If you really wanted to just bowl out 20, there's your your 20. Uh, If if there's a chance that one of these guys bowl less than four overs, we've got Cooper Connolly there and Aaron Hardy to fill the gap. So there's a real chance that Aaron Hardy does not bowl, unfortunately, for Aaron Hardy owners. But uh, Cooper Connolly not bowling as well probably doesn't really bode that well for owners either. Mm. That's that's the best bowling lineup in the comp. Comfortably. Comfortably. Mm. Mate, we should probably jump into trade talk, shouldn't we? It's time to talk about trade targets. Targets acquired. Now, trade talk, of course, is brought to you by Ryan from a Newstead. Uh, astute news that I should say we, we thank him for his support and if you've ever wondered what the best bank is or whether your current rates are a little bit too high maybe you're wondering if your dream home is even affordable at all you don't have to wonder anymore you can contact Ryan from astute news who can give you confidential lending assistance with absolutely no obligations attached don't get pigeonholed into one lender and Ryan specializes in residential home loans with over 50 lenders on panel including all of the major banks 
So the best part is he doesn't charge a fee either. So if you mention us, when you contact Ryan, he'll give you a free, no obligation consult with no obligations attached at all. It could be personal, it could be vehicle, or it could be business loans. So reach out to Ryan from Astute Newstead at 0431766784. You can also reach him on Instagram at Ryan Astute Newstead, or you can send him an email at ryanhatchateganwealth.com. So contact Ryan for all of your residential home loan needs. Now let's talk Thunder Priority Picks. We've got a few good questions rolling in as well, and I promise, guys, we will cover all of them. I've got about 25 of these bad boys start at the moment. So yes, hold tight, and we will cover them. Uh, now, what are your thoughts here, mate? What do you reckon? Thunder priority options. Do you reckon uh, – talk me through your best five. So I think at the top of the list has to be Daniel Sams, doesn't it? Making runs, you know, bowling the way he did. He's just yep. – we've spoken about him all year. Copped a bit of flack for pumping up his tyres, so to speak, and that he's perhaps going to be – the top purchase player in round four. I guess the proof's in the pudding now. Everyone's going to be bringing him in. So Daniel Sam's number one. If Cameron Bancroft keeps this week, we have it on very good information that he will receive the batsman wicketkeeper loop option or the dual position status. So I'm very interested to see that. And if he does, he will be coming into my side regardless of this week or not. He looks like he's one of the four batsmen of the competition at the moment. Yeah, he looks good, doesn't he? Yeah, mm. and the one reason, and if you're in the Discord, you would have known this. If you're not, I probably didn't publicise it, but uh, I pivoted from Ollie Davies to Cameron Bancroft as soon as the teams were named, and Matt Gilks was not in this team. Because mm. when Cam Bancroft takes the gloves, and we saw he got 30 points in fielding points in Supercoach this round. He got, I think, a run out or a stumping, sorry, and two catches, which is massive. Like, that's exactly why we get wicket keepers in. So yep. for me, Cam Bancroft is a must-have, I think, coming into this double, knowing mm-hmm. that he's going to have the gloves. Now, obviously, if we see in game one, luckily the Thunder are playing game one, if we see that Cam Bancroft is not does not have the gloves and we see Gilks actually come into this lineup, I would probably steer clear and I'd go towards probably someone like Hales or Davies. But if he has the gloves in his hand, Bancroft is probably a must-have for this week. Yep. Agreed. Who else, mate? Uh, Alex Hales. He's bought him that in price. I bought him in this week and yep. scored a nice 60-odd for me. So his price isn't going to get any cheaper. Yep. Tanvir Sanger. Like, we're probably both going to be surprised if you don't already have him in your team. But, 100%. again, he's bowled, bowled on a couple of roads of late. Don't get too caught up in that. He will be good this coming week. And Ollie Davies, he looks good with the bat. Just fell short of the strike rate bonus last game for the, uh, the Thunder, but yeah, he looks good. Yeah, uh, honestly, can't disagree with any of those. Uh, I think when we look at Daniel Sams, he's a must in terms of role. Like, and we've talked about it all season, haven't we? We've talked about mm-hmm. it even in the preseason. We said the players with the best role, the players that are batting six or seven and bowling four overs, and Daniel Sams is bowling at the death. And the perfect example of that was like you mentioned earlier when we talked about the Thunder game, where literally the guy bowled the last over and took four fucking wickets in the last over. Like, mm-hmm. sorry, but if you're fading a bloke like that or anting potting a bloke like that, you've got rocks in your head. You, yeah. you cannot not have him. He needs to be in your team this week if you're serious about Supercoach. And don't get me wrong, the Whisperer kind of took the piss a little bit and said in the Discord, he's like, watch him get three for 21 or four overs and 50 not out in this game. And then when everybody buys him for the double game round, he goes and gets three and six and fucking none for 40. Yeah, that's right. And there's every chance that that happens. But um, that's Supercoach. I think you just need to just trust the numbers and just look at the fact that this guy has the best role in Supercoach and just trust Mm -hmm. that. 
Yeah. Um, Cam Bancroft, I already have him. I went one week early. So nice. I'm more than happy to have him one week early. So I'll, I'll definitely have him for this double. Alex Hales is a guy I plan to own. I already have Sanger. And Ollie Davis is also a guy I plan to own. I'm very unsure. I don't know about you, Mick, but I'm very unsure about the bowling rotation at the moment. How do you see that playing out? Because we, we don't know whether Zaman Khan is going to be here. There's every chance he isn't. Or maybe yeah. he plays one of their two games potentially because of Pakistan I, cricket board not allowing yeah. him to stick around. I think he's locked in for one from memory. So okay. the second game he won't be available. But it could Liam Hatcher be a, a nice little pod? Like people will be fading him after getting spanked the other night. It's he between – Yeah. Yeah, it's, sorry. It's it's between him and Nathan McAndrews, I think. Mm. But either one of those, you take a punt on them. I'll tell you who I'd love to take a punt on if, they were play, if I knew they were playing both games is Gurinda Sandhu. Now mm-hmm. – Gurinder Sandhu is an incredibly good death bowler. He bowls really nice reverse swing at the back end of an innings. Mm-hmm. If he gets the nod in game one, there's probably every chance he plays both. So if he gets a nod in game one, I'm actually probably going to pick him over someone like Alex Hales, which is, it sounds wild, but Gurinder is a good player. I played yeah, a lot of cricket with Gurinder growing up. Played all of our 17s and 19s New South Wales stuff growing up together. And he played for the Hills, I think, or, or whatever, and knocked us off and made us look silly in one of the school comps growing up. So serious player. Like very, very good player. So uh, I don't know. I, maybe that's the way I'll lean as a bit of a positive if he gets named in game one. But if he doesn't get named in game one, you just don't touch him. It's as simple no. as that. Yeah. Now let's talk cash gen. Because mm-hmm. cash gen, very important. We've mentioned it over and over again. You've got probably two more rounds to try and really prioritize that before you attack points. Who are mm-hmm. you looking at for cash generation? I think there's the top three, isn't there? And it's three players that I don't have in my team, which I'll probably look to get in. Paul Walter, yep. number one, break even, 68 or minus 68. Jamie Overton, okay. minus 54 break even. And Swepson's still got a minus 43 break even. Isn't it funny the people that faded Swepson last week, not knowing that there was a good chance that he was going to go double, really seg- seriously negative break even. Mm. Like I got him in last week purely because I knew I needed to just take the plunge and get him in for the cash. And look, it didn't pay off in terms of points, but it paid off in terms of cash. And funny. I think you can do the same thing again. Yeah, I think mm. you can do the same thing again. Like you're not going to get all three. You're going to be attacking a thunder or two. I think, mm-hmm. and most people would have used their boost last week, right? Did you use a boost last week? Yes. Yeah, cool. So you've only got one left. I've got one left. Okay. I use mine after round one. You used yours after round two. Mm-hmm. So there's every chance we can't use one now, which means you probably need to pick between Walter, Overton, and Swepson as your cash generator. And you need to pick, like we mentioned, we mentioned five really good Thunder priority options in this episode. You need to get two of them. So let me, let me ask you this. Pick two Thunder that you just mentioned and pick one of those cash gen options. Who are you picking this week? Well, I've already got Hales, Sanger, and Davies in my side, so I've prepped for this next round. So if I had to pick two, like Daniel Sams is a lock to come in for me this week. Um, Cameron Bancroft, I I won't have the room for just yet. Um, But it'll be Daniel Sams and Jamie Overton will come into my side. And then it'll probably be a toss-up between Bancroft and Paul Walter. Yeah, nice. Oh, so you could potentially get two of the cash gen guys. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's huge. Yeah, Mm. nice. So that's good prep as well from you because obviously you don't necessarily need – and that's that's the benefit of going ahead on Thunder last week. Mm -hmm. 
and I did the same thing. Um, I'd, I prefer, if you're asking me a question, actually, there might be a question a little bit later on as to whether we go with Overton and Walter. Let me give you the, let me give you the answer now. I'm going to go Jamie Overton purely because I know that Jamie Overton is locked into four overs. I don't know where the Paul Walter is as bad as that sounds. I think Paul Walter is not locked into four overs. I think he is circumstantial. Whereas Jamie Overton, I think, plays a much larger role for the strikers than Paul Walter plays for the Brisbane Heat. And that's that's essentially my answer. Yep. Now, let me talk to you about other buys. We talked earlier in the in the show about getting Bo Webster in for their double ahead of round five. Do you still think that's the case? Do you think you need yes. to get him now before their their double? No, get him get him early. Yep. Yep. And we, we've seen he bowled tonight. He's currently on twenty off twenty, so almost at another strike rate bonus. And after the hundred and eighty that he scored in round one, he's he's going to go huge. Yeah, I love it. I actually haven't been keeping up with the score on here. Thanks to Cricket Australia for not keeping me up to date on the app. That's awesome. Um, Four for 86, the stars are at the moment in yeah, the nice. 12th over. Yeah, cool. Awesome. Four for 82 isn't great. Oh, 86 is not great no. either. Bo Webster, though, doing the job. Uh, who we got the wickets? Uh, so Jack Edwards, anybody who jumped on Jack Edwards, he's gone for six and over, one for 18 off three overs, which is a fantastic strike rate bonus. We've got Stephen O'Keefe. No one bought him. Jackson Bird gone for more than 12 and over, so don't worry about him. Uh, Sean Abbott started well as well, and Benny Dwarshus as well has bowled pretty late in this innings. He's got two for four, two overs, none for 14. So pretty solid. Um, Mate, we probably should move on to captains. We talked about buyers. It's pretty obvious, isn't it? We're attacking Thunder. We're attacking the guys that are making cash. But let's talk about these captains' options for this week. Are you ready, kids? Aye, aye, captain. Who are you going this week, mate? Round four. What are you talking? Daniel Sams. Mm. I was going to say the guy with two first names, but Sams isn't really a first name, is it? Uh, close enough. Close, close enough. enough. Uh, yeah, agreed. I reckon you could easily straight captain Daniel Sams considering the Thunder are the only team on the double. Mm-hmm. That's probably the only reasoning for me. If we had two teams on the double, maybe it'd be worth Thunder like VC and then a, yep. yeah, exactly like this week where we went Sutherland captain Maxwell Vice. Um, I think Daniel Sams is straight captain for me, and then you've got a bit more flexibility around what you're going to do with the rest of your team. Um, I'll tell you who else could be a potential captain option. Uh, it could be, and I'm probably going to get ridiculed for saying this, but it could be someone like a Cameron Bancroft or an Alex Hales because you get two cracks at the at, at the batting, uh, I guess, opportunity in, this, in these games. Now, mm-hmm. the only thing to keep in mind here with captaining one of these Thunder guys is that the weather on the last game of the round does not look great. So you need to definitely be aware of what's happening in that last game of the round. And um, you need to stay on top of what's happening with the weather. I think Kata on Twitter does a really good job, or X, sorry, does a really good job of uh, keeping everybody up to date on what's happening with weather. So keep an eye on that. But I think Daniel Sam straight captain for me could be the option. I don't even need a VC this week, considering they're only the team on the uh, only team on the double. What are your thoughts? Yeah, for sure. No, I totally agree with you. I'm just looking up some numbers from previous games for Alex Hale. So I'll get back to you shortly on that one. Beautiful. Now um, let's uh, let's talk. Oh, sorry. No, the last time Alex Hales played Brisbane, he scored one hundred and four. Ooh, that's a mm. spicy little stat from you. Should have thrown yeah. that in your deep dive. I should have. Apologies to those that missed that. 
Uh, let, mate, let's dive into the questions. We'll start answering everyone's questions, eh? Let's get into it. It's question time. Let's answer your questions for the week ahead. Now, we'll, we'll start with SC Master in the Discord. How many Thunder players are we targeting? Now, for, yeah, four for me. if you can see Mick on, on YouTube, for anybody who's listening on audio, he said four uh, on here. I'm the same. I think four is a really nice number, especially if you already started moving towards this round last week. Mm-hmm. And we both did. Uh, yep. I, I think four is a nice number. So I'm going for four myself. You're going for four. So I think that's maybe the consensus answer. Uh, Brent also has a bit of a double barrel question for us. Why is why is Sam's a trap? And can we see Bancroft keeping the gloves? Mick, maybe I'll throw this one over yeah. to you. Yep. Sam's is a trap, but a good quality trap that could potentially win you prizes if you bring him into your side. So I'm going to one-up you there. Brenty boy, and say you'd be absolutely rocks in your head if you don't bring Sam's in next week. And if Gilks doesn't play, Bancroft's going to keep the gloves and could potentially earn wicketkeeper batsman status. So that's a, that's an interesting one to keep an eye on. Yeah, the dual position changes ahead of round four are actually really interesting, and that's not something mm-hmm. we've mentioned in this episode so far. So definitely worth keeping an eye on. If Bancroft can get wicketkeeper batsman dual, holy shit, that guy can have some serious value for the rest nice. of the season. So um, I, my understanding is he needs to play three games as a keeper. So reality says that after this or in the next round, he might miss it, which sucks. So it, it's it's probably worth keeping an eye on Daniel Sam. Oh, sorry, uh, Cam Bancroft. If, if you're thinking about him getting the wicketkeeper jewel, I'd probably hold off. There's every chance he might get it at the back end of the season or maybe miss it completely. Yeah. So keep an eye on that. Um Bray888 wants to know, do you hold Steckity? Now, he, he's people that brought him in this week would be absolutely fuming considering he's got him a donut. He got zero in the game one and didn't play game two. So let's assume he's back in the side once the Pakistani boys leave. Like, is there any chance that Osama Mir and Harris Ralph leave this team and Steckity comes back in? Probably. But is he someone I'm going to target? No. Fuck, he looked bad, didn't he? Oh, the poor bloke, man. He just went to all parts. Mm-hmm. It was tough. So, yeah, I, I don't think I'm going to target Steckity either. I don't think he's a guy. He's not a Henry Thornton, is he? He's no, not he's a not. guy that's just going to fucking jag three wickets in a game. He's going to. He's a guy that might get a few dot balls. He might get a few dots. Uh, he might get a few wickets, mate, or he might get a couple of wickets in a game, but I don't see him getting more than two wickets in a game. So I think Steckity is one of those guys that we're only targeting or falling into the trap of getting him because he's on a double game week, and I think that's a trap in itself. So I, I would probably say, Bray, we, we hold and we don't get him in, mate. Um, let's, let's cover these guys. We've got 29 questions here, so let's rip into these. Um, Corey Blackledge, Mick, wants to know, is it okay to use my first boost this week if I can afford Overton, Hales, Sams, and Walter? Yes. That'd be brilliant. I reckon if you bought, I don't think you can lose bringing those four in. As in, not at all. You, you might you might lose as in not come first in Australia, but it's only going to benefit your team. Agreed. Uh, Phil's on. Merry sports Christmas. Absolutely. It's fucking sports Christmas. How good is that? Absolutely. It's such Get a good day of sport today. Thanks for Love joining it. us, mate. Uh, yeah, a few Merry Christmases in the chat. Thanks for joining us. Global, Corey Blackledge, legends. Uh, mm-hmm. 
Corey also brought in Webster and also brought in Bancroft. So he's had a cracking week so far this week. So well well played, sir. Well done. Uh, Phil, the shorter BBL season has to happen from a real-life perspective, but it really hurts the Supercoach product. Yeah, I'd probably agree with that, to be fair. Yeah, it does, but it, yeah, it did have to happen. Last season just drew on a little bit too long. Yeah, I thought I'd throw in a comment to shout out myself. Uh, Jack Edwards, sex on legs, reminds me of a young end brain uh, carving up South Africa A. I mean, mate, if Phil was there on the sideline, I'd be fucking very scared because the blokes following me around the country. But uh, <laughs> You have a stalker. <laughs> uh, no, to be fair, he should have turned up to New Zealand A because I got three for 32 off about 19 overs that game. Wow. Um, yeah, South well, Africa, you... the South Africa A game wasn't exactly my best game. But uh, can, you remember, can you remember your wickets? Who would you take? Who were the polls you took that day? No, nah, I can't remember. It was a yeah. long time ago. Go on ESPN Cricket or some shit, Cricket yeah. Crick Info or something like that. It'll show you. Look, it was probably it was. Kane Williamson, Nathan Astle, and <laughs> oh, Jesse Ryder. There you go. <laughs> no, nah, it wasn't, wasn't Jesse Ryder. That bloke's long gone. <laughs> yeah. um, there was one New Zealand test cricketer in that, in that lot. Okay. I can't remember who it was, but he was in there somewhere. So if anybody wants to jump in the chat or go on ESPN Creek Info or something like that and find out who it was, go for it. Um, how many O's did Webster bowl today, Global wants to know? He bowled two overs, none for 12. So not exactly the best in terms of super coach, but not exactly the worst either. So you could be worse. Um, Phil reckons Hardy becomes match short again very easily. I mean, I disagree. Only due to the fact that I think that Matt, uh, so sorry, Aaron Hardy does not bowl anywhere near as much as Matt Short bowls. That's that's, right. that's probably the only reason that I disagree with that one. Mm-hmm. James Steele, if Bangers was a keeper jewel role, he would be a must-have. I mean, yeah. What has, even what if has he's not, two thumbs and agrees? Big oars. Yep. Um. Oh, you've just done a little fucking. How did you do that? Uh, I don't know, but that was sexual. <laughs> I like that. That was Can, again? Can I do a thumbs up as well? Just didn't. I don't know what happened. Oh, that was cool. Yeah. If you haven't, if you've never watched this on YouTube before, you need to. That was the episode to watch it. That was cool. Yeah. Um. I don't. I don't know what I did there. That's great. I reckon Bangers is still a a good option this week, regardless of whether it gets Keeper Jewel or not. To be honest, um, James also thinks Sanger from the bench. So you could potentially e loop him, loop him, emergency loop him if you really wanted to. I don't know whether I love emergency looping players on the double. So that that's probably one thing to consider. I reckon he's probably a start. Uh, Global wants you to know, know Tall Paul. Oh, uh, he doesn't want to know. He's just telling us. Tall Paul yeah. will be coming into. I don't know whether I want to mention his team name because it might be a bit inappropriate, but yeah. um, he's coming into Global's team. So, he is. um, and mm. for, for those of you watching at home and brought Bo Webster in, he's just notched up his strike rate bonus. So, huge round for him. Beauty. Uh, and also, we need to remember that Andrew Langley, the back-to-back BBL Supercoach champion, put the VC on Poe Webster. So oh. if, if you thought this bike couldn't get any better, he fucking can. And, and that just hurts me. Well done. Um, Global, what happened to McDermott? He got hit in the head in the net in a warm-up or a training uh, session and uh, unfortunately couldn't pass a fitness test. So there's every chance maybe he missed the chance to get through his concussion protocol. So I, I would assume he was very close, apparently, is what word was said. So he'll be very ready to go for next week. So I would assume that he's okay to hold for another Hope, week. Hopefully it's knocked him into form. Let's fingers crossed. Mm. Uh, sock is a trap, or stock, 
sorry, Trap Stoyness in front for six. Yep. So Phil's giving us the updates there in the live chat, which is Beautiful. awesome. Uh, James Steele, buying Sams and Wade. Sanger from the bench, who is the third buyer? Do we get Bancroft? Do we get Hales? Or do we get Sandu and McAndrews? Uh, I will tell you right now, I'm locking in out of those two, Bancroft and Hales. What are your thoughts? Sams as well? Yeah, he's already buying Sams. Yep, okay. Uh, it looks like I, he's boosting this week. He's already buying Sams and Wade. Uh, he's already got Tanvi Sanger on the bench's emergency loop, and he wants to know who his third buy is between do we get Bancroft Hales or do we get Sandu McAndrews? Let's let's get spicy. If Sandu doesn't play, I reckon McAndrews bowls death. Bring Have a look at him. Yeah, I like it. He's made, he's bat, he's made some runs well. too. Yeah, he's made yeah, runs. He's batting seven, so a nice little spot for him. Uh, Global also wants to know, I'd rather play one player with a good role rather than trying to play a star that will have a decent game. Okay, so uh, one player with a good role. So we're talking about Matt Short. I'd rather pick Matt Short over Daniel Sams. That's the question. Mm -hmm. Let me ask you this. Would you rather pick Matt Short over Daniel Sams this week? Not this week, no. No, not a fucking chance. Would you rather pick Matt Short over Alex Hales? Jeez, you get two cracks at the cherry with the Alex Hales this week. So Matt, you said Matt, no. Short, Matt Short's great, but I'd be, you know, Alex Hales, he just needs to get the strike rate bonus twice, and he scored me 130, 140. Yep. So. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. Don't, yeah, uh, don't, don't try and outsmart the system pretty much. The system's yeah, there for a reason. You, you've got to use it to your advantage. A flying toilet wants to captain Mike Hussey. Unfortunately, you can't. The man's not playing. Maybe go back about six or seven years and he was playing for the Thunder. Uh, global, do we get rid of DeCock? I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say yes. Yep. What about you? Yep. Never had him. Don't plan on yeah, getting him. Yeah, he just looked ordinary, didn't he? Like, even when he got his runs, he just looked ordinary. So, yeah. Yeah. No. Not a fan. Uh, Phil wants to know, Overton averaging 25 supercoach points for wearing cool gloves. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm all for that. Hey, um, give me the spicy shit. If, yeah. it, if he wants to wear some fucking fluoro flashing gloves, give the man 50 supercoach points. I'm for it. Absolutely. Uh, Global, yes, I'm playing Majeep on ground. That's fine. That's good because Majeep played. Uh, I brought in Bancroft this week. So Global's on one this week. He also got Sam's. So the man's flying. Yeah. Um, Phil is going Hales over Bancroft. Uh, look, I, I can't disagree with that either because you can save it about 70K to do that move. So mm -hmm. I think if you've got other things to do with that 70K, I'm more than fine with, with going Hales over Bancroft because it's a bit of a I, flip of the coin really, isn't it, as to which one is going to go well. This week is the week to bring in Hales too. He's bottomed out in price. He's on the way back up. You're still getting for around 115K, I reckon, so still fairly cheap. Agreed. Now, question for you, Global. Would you rather tall Paul, Paul Walter, on a single, or would you rather Hales on a double? Hales. Good answer. Uh, Global also want, thinks he, he likes Davies, Paul, and Overton, and I can't disagree with that at all. I think they're all three good options. Even You know what I'd rather? I would rather Hales, Paul, and Overton. Yep. Uh, I've got I Hales, like and I bought in Davies as well. So I've covered both bases there, but... Again, global, don't don't try and outsmart the system or try and overthink it, mate. Target your teams or your players that are on the double. Try and maximize your value and maximize your points you can earn. Completely agree. I think Hales at 50K cheaper 
the value is there. The guy we saw this week, what this guy can do is a fucking gun. So, mm. you know, it only takes one good knock to get him back into form. I'm backing him in. Yeah. Um, Sam's into short for Corey Blackledge. Reckons he's a play this week, and I completely agree with that. I think Darcy short is potentially the guy that needs to go, even though he's got a negative 20 break even. I think you can probably pass that on for Daniel Sam's. So if you can afford the money up to Sam's, he's, he's, a, he's a lock. And <laughs> Phil has said, Sock is 75 years old and still as economical as a uni student's food budget. <laughs> That's one of the better shouts I've heard. Not, on the not bad so from Phil. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. I enjoyed it. Uh, Corey is getting five Thunder in. I think maybe that's a little bit too much considering the Thunder have a buy in round seven. So you just need to be very wary of getting them all out or getting the majority of them out by round seven. Um, yep. And then Corey has also said, I brought in Webster, yes. Davies and Bancroft. The man is flying. He's, do, he's yep. doing really well, Corey Blackledge, this week. There's a couple extra in the Discord chat that we'll bring up now as well. Is, yeah, Sean, Abbott, is Sean Abbott a must for you? No, not even close. Not for me and either. I know that I went and said that this guy's a must-have, but that was to start the season on the double. He's absolutely not a must-have now. He does not have one double game to finish the round, uh, finish the season. He also awesome. doesn't have a buy, which is also advantageous to finish the season. So no, absolutely not. Save your coin. And for those of you who kept Jack Edwards, he's just taken a catch. Webster out for thirty-five. Damn. Bugger. How many balls? Yep. Uh, 32. Oh, not even enough to get the strike rate bonus, unfortunately. 100, 109 strike rate. Um, stars need 34 off 22. So if he got 32 runs, he gets 32 points, uh, which yep. is fine because he gets 210 for the week. So, look, you can't complain about that at all. He's no. had a good week. Uh, and one more. Thoughts on both of Harper's wickets tonight. Today's catch or catches and stumping, uh, what do you think his role's like moving forward? Sorry, who are we That's from Heck. That's Hecker. So thoughts yep. on both of Harper's wickets today. So the catches and the stumpings. How do you see? His so you know, forward? you understand how when when he stands behind the wicket, and he has the gloves on, that's usually a pretty good role, because these things are going to happen. Um, the guy's a good keeper, and don't get me wrong, this guy's a good fucking bat. He's a good mm -hmm. batsman. And I know we talk a little bit of shit about him because he's started really poorly. But just remember, this guy got the third fastest shield 100 of all time as early as four weeks ago. So let's not discount how good this kid is. Like, mm -hmm. he's a very good player. He's got good experience at the BBL level. I think he will come good. I think he is definitely someone we need to hold through the next two rounds until their round five double game week. And then we look at reassessing because they're going to be round six. You're going to have a wicketkeeper loop with him as well. So I think round seven, he is a guy you automatically trade out. But until then, just leave <laughs> him there. Just enjoy. That's right. And let's hope he comes good. Uh -huh. Was that it? That's it, mate. Beauty. Well, we better wrap this one up then, hey? I so, so. Um, guys, we've, we've covered all your questions. We've hopefully given you an idea on captains. We've talked to you about our trades, our thoughts. Um, we will confirm our trades and confirm our teams and, th and also talk about community teams as well over the next day in the Discord. So if you have not joined the Discord yet, please do Thank so you. in the description below. Uh, you can just click on the link and it'll take you straight in. And uh, apparently Phil just told us as soon as we talked shit about Abbott, he took a wicket. So uh, I'm not going to talk about Sean Abbott again. We'll wrap this show up very quickly because I don't have him. Guys, that will do us. We will see you again ahead of round five, which will be in about four days' time. So stay tuned for then. Otherwise, you've been listening to Insight BBL Show, and we will see you next time. Good luck for round four.
See you, boys.